Thanks for tuning into the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Roundup here, exclusively for our Let's Get Ready Network crew. And I got a very special guest joining me here today. And it is once again the top point scorer in the league this week, Mr. Gregory Castillo. How are you doing today, man? What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Pleasure to be here, man. Pleasure to talk with you today again. And always a proud to be a part of the Let's Get Ready Network. So let's get into it. Absolutely. Guys, if you haven't already, make sure to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. Greg is a patron. Lots of other great folks supporting us there over at the Patreon. It's only a dollar a month. They'll get you access to our Discord, unless you want to support us a little bit more, but always helps. Uh, always appreciate the support there. But yeah, man, it was a big week once again for fantasy football, I think, for, for our league. Some surprising Match results, some close match results, and I think like coming down to these last couple weeks, it's going to be a grind to see who gets those top four playoff spots because I think you know a couple of us for sure in contention for the number one, number two seed, but a lot of like you know seven and five records out there. So I think it's kind of a, yeah. an open an open book for at least who gets like the last couple spots. Yeah, it's but, like it's hectic, man. It's four spots yeah. for fourteen people, right? Fourteen people league. Yeah, it's, so, it's it's kind of a weird format where you only have four teams that make the playoffs. So, but again, it's just the way that this fantasy football is sort of league. Yeah, for sure. But let's definitely get into it and talk about some of these matchups. Uh, we had the scoreboard here that we are going to look at this week. And starting things off with maybe, you know, the closest match result. I know uh, Ferris and... I can't remember who it was that he played. I think it was Josh, actually, where it was like a, a 0.3, you know, difference here. Very <laughs> similar kind of thing here. It looks, you know, about a point, uh, five, point, point four, point five, separating Antoine and AJ here. Man, just a, a tough, tough loss for Antoine, who I think really needed this win to kind of keep his playoff hopes going. I still, both of these guys very equally as much alive. But to lose like this in this sort of fashion is is real tough. I mean, especially when you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers as your starting quarterback over here, who's been underperforming all season as well as we know. He exited that game early, uh, had Love come in and fill in for him. But, I mean, man, really, like, you know, just it really, really tight, close score here. Very evenly matched up team, I think, between both of these guys. But that's that's a tough, tough blow for Antoine this week. Yeah, you think of Aaron Rodgers able just to throw one more pass. Yeah, he probably would have gotten it. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's just, that's really, really tough. I think, yeah, that's that's certainly, if if uh, Aaron hadn't exited that game early, 
I, I wouldn't have been surprised if Antoine had had gotten the win here. Because uh, AJ's been a, like a good, solid team. 108 points is a little bit under the project. Both of these guys under the projection. You know, they were both projected close. AJ actually projected to get the win originally, um, but just, you know, just a little bit under that projected score. Yeah. Being so, powered by, you know, Joe Burrow and Patrick yeah. Mahomes, you thought going into this, that's a that's a, a formidable two Q QB matchup. I mean, two it, it really QB is. Players, so. Yeah, it, it is, and you'd think that that would get you the win on it on any given day. But yeah, and and AJ is an interesting one because he started out the season, I think like one and four. His only win was against was against me, which is kind of funny uh, <laughs> considering at what the standings are right now, uh, and the fact that he's only one game behind me. But I think he he like just has been on an absolute tear since then. We talked about this with Ferris a little bit last week, but yeah, I think uh, that that's a. A really interesting match, and definitely, again, both of these guys still well within the reach for a playoff spot. Definitely, but yeah. I want to move on and talk about probably the biggest upset of the season. Wookie Nookies! Wookie Nookies! <laughs> coming through, even though Justin has has admitted that he's not really paying attention to fantasy football. Team. Yeah, but... Man, this was this was down like all the way down to the the wire there in that in that game, uh, in that uh, I think it was the Sunday night game that got the win for for Justin ultimately. But man, it's just it's crazy considering how lunch break hot takes has like been the team to beat here yeah. for at least the last few weeks, you know, and uh, and, and one hundred seventeen, not you know, nothing to slouch out at there. Only a couple points beyond. Uh, you know, behind the projection, but you know, when you got guys like Lamar Jackson, you know, and, uh, and Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterbacks and then Deandre Hopkins, who's, who's been really, really good this season, despite being on the Arizona Cardinals who are not very good. <laughs> uh, and then you, you got, um, you know, Derek Carr and, and Austin Eckler over here, I think probably two of Justin's big, mm -hmm. you know, point getters, but Aaron Jones, I think coming through that, that's what I think got him the win ultimately. Was all that was all the production from Aaron Jones, despite the loss against the Eagles. Uh, he was getting a lot of those receptions, uh, he, especially late in the game from Mike Love once um, once Rogers exited. So, you know, he uh, and our Wookie Nookies here, Justin, going with his boy Andy Dalton. But you know, uh, some of these names, it's like eh, Conklin and eh, Jeff Wilson, not the best. He's in his flex spot, so not a team that you really expect much out of. You know, especially given his his record, but this was a massive, massive upset. You know, especially for the standings, this was kind of I think a lot of people figured it was going to be an easy win for launch break hot takes to propel him to a nine and three record. But instead, um, he he goes down to eight and four, and actually uh, gives me the number one seed because of it. So that's what we'll talk about a little bit later. But yeah, this was this was I think we can declare this the biggest upset of the season so far. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what the Wookiee Nookies are trying to do, right? They're trying to pretty much yeah. just throw up uh, upsets and kind of live off that that gratitude and pleasure, and he was able to pull it out this week. Yeah, for sure. And our Wookiee Nookies, I think, playing spoiler for the rest of the season as we go. Yeah. But massive, massive win there. Or actually more of a massive loss for, for lunch break hot takes uh, heading in. But uh, moving on here, we'll talk about – oh, poor Chris Engel, man. Uh, he's, he has not had a very good go at it this season. Yeah. Um, I think that's what happens when you when you build your team around Tom Brady as quarterback. <laughs> fantasy football, I mean, yeah, it sounds good on paper, right? But when it comes to fantasy football, 
not so much. Uh, Tom Brady's not not always been the highest point getter for for your fantasy teams. But on the other end, you got uh, Snark, who has uh, has been had kind of an, an up and down season, despite like being the number one seed in the division. I know he was for a little bit there at the beginning, but he's like admitted like that that wasn't going to last. Uh, he, he ran into some real problems, I think, the last like few weeks, but still managed to get the win over Chris Engel, who again, I mean, kind of, I you know, no offense to Chris Engel, but kind of an easy team to beat here, you know, <laughs> with his two and ten record. Um, cer- certainly, I think like the worst team in the league. Again, no offense to Chris, I know he did did as best as he could in the draft, but I mean, come on, Jacoby Brissett, eh. you know, but you got Tyler Higby in there who was. Projected at ten, but ended up with his big fat goose egg. So yeah, the Rams are not performed. Yeah, not not a lot to offer here in this lineup. But you know, I think Snark is, is has had a pretty good go at it uh, recently. Jalen Hurts, you know, I, we saw what he did in that game against Green Bay. I mean, that, that's certainly a, a, a nice number one starting quarterback there for him. Mm-hmm. You want to hit then, on uh, those dual threat guys? They're usually yeah. really high, you know, and especially since they run in touchdowns too. At yes. the goal line, you have a lot of chances to get uh, points from them. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that that and 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 Darnold is his backing quarterback. You know, we know Sam Darnold isn't the most productive, but uh, still like an okay. Mm-hmm. And he's a little bit over his projection here. So, uh, Snark, again, another team that I don't think is is totally out of it here. They could certainly, the seven and five, could definitely still make a playoff spot and get in there, but. Um, I don't know, going up, going up against like your team or my team, uh, not so sure. So, um, yeah, I think that that's a, that's definitely uh turn your head and golf here. An interesting team to watch in these final couple weeks. Uh, maybe not a huge threat, but certainly one to keep your eye on. Yeah. You but just then, never know. It's fantasy, man. So we saw the yeah. looky nookies pull off the upset. I mean, week by yeah. week, just something crazy could happen. Something crazy could happen for sure. And, you know, uh, another thing that maybe not as crazy but uh, the next matchup that we'll look at here, Josh, I know has has been adamant that he's he's not had a, had a, a very good go at it this season. However, he 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 was saying to me uh, uh, that he always wins when he, he he doesn't need to, and he always loses when he needs to, or when he <laughs> when he when he can't afford it. So um, kind of funny that this week he actually helped me out because. Uh, Ryan losing definitely helped me out in the standings. If Ryan had won, he would have been up to eight and four. He would have been tied with both of us and our records. So, and, uh, and lunch break hot takes as well. But this is a big win for Josh here. 141 points. I think finally his team producing the results that he was hoping for headed into the season, you know, talking a big talk. Um, they finally pulled through this week, especially Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. You know who who had a, a hell of a win. That was a, a big win against the the Baltimore. I almost called them the Baltimore Colts, but it's the, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and you know Jacksonville, not not a team that anybody really expected anything of. But Trevor Lawrence for sure. Um, you know he, he's the guy. The Trevor Lawrence is the guy that you draft because you know Jaguars are going to be down a lot of yeah. points, and he's just going to throw, try to right. get back into it. He's going to put up yeah. points. So like you're just like, all right, I'll just take all those bad points. And yeah. there's still, it's still points at the end of the day. So, and then at, yeah, as you said, at the end of the day, and then at the result here, producing much more over the projected at 20, almost 25 points. So, pretty good for him there. And you got Zy Jones actually doing way more than he was expected this week. So, 
you know, these are the kind of numbers, again, I think Josh was hoping for earlier in the season. Justin Jefferson, Nick Chubb, those are both good options there, you know, um, as as one of your top running backs, top yeah. wide receivers. But I just don't think that these guys, these guys have all kind of underperformed this season. These top four here, if you look, Heineke, Barkley, Chubb, and Jefferson have all kind of underperformed this season. And now they're finally, you know, starting to get into it a bit. So a little bit too late for Josh. But again, I think, you know, that, that, that you never know because crazy stuff happens in fantasy football. And I don't think he's totally mathematically eliminated. I mean, he'd have to lose, he'd have to win every single one of his matches. And we, I think both of us would have to lose, which I don't think yeah. can happen because we're playing each other. So um, <laughs> I don't know if he's that six and six, you're mathematically eliminated quite yet, but you're, you're very close to the brink. But another thing to note here is Ryan taking this loss slips him back in the standings a bit. I think he was an, a team that a lot of people were looking at as like yeah. one of the top teams in the league early on. So um, hot, hot, uh, have take a uh, lunch break. Those are the two yeah. teams that were really kind of setting the tone early throughout the whole yep. season. Um, we talked about twisted T Higgins. I thought that was a very, very dangerous team the way yes. they're built. And so, I mean, but it's, you know, Ryan's kind of been slipping now towards the a little end. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a, a big win for Josh to kind of, kind of maybe mathematically keep his season alive, but yeah, Ryan, Ryan uh, needs some work. I mean, you know, like people's Jones has been underperforming over here. Even guys like Palmer and Williams are, are underperforming. So, you know, the, these guys really need to step up. Still got Josh Allen. Who's always going to be a threat in your number one quarterback spot. But yeah, I think, I think he, he needs to maybe make a couple moves, you know, le le benching Isaiah McKenzie, obviously you look at it here. That was a bit of a mistake. Certainly could have put him in this this slot here. So a couple moves and, and maybe he'll be back on the kind of the right track. But yeah, definitely a tough loss for Ryan headed into these last couple weeks. Yeah, you don't want to slip towards the end, especially if you've been no. one of the top people the whole time. And that'd be really that'd be really frustrating to stumble yeah. at the end and not get in. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's gonna Brian, I'm sure is gonna be extremely disappointed if he ends up not getting one of those top four seeds, but um, moving on here, uh, we'll talk about, you know, this matchup doesn't necessarily matter for the standings. Again, I think Ferris barely mathematically alive here. Mm -hmm. Adelia, you know, her team was one that I think people were, were kind of like, man, this could be the sleeper team of the season, but, um, has definitely uh, not produced the results that, that, to sort of back up that theory here Four and eight. I mean, it's still, that's not horrible. It's not as bad as like Chris Ingle, but <laughs> I know Adelia <laughs> Adelia has has admitted that she's you know not like an expert at fantasy football or anything. Mm -hmm. She's just kind of doing this for fun. So and she kind of has said she had no idea what she was doing. So I mean, to to get a four and eight record with somebody that says they had no idea what they're doing is not you know that's not like a horrible thing. So like you said, man, it started off hot, looked like the sleeper team. Yeah, and I was like, wow, this is gonna be gonna be a problem. <laughs> and yeah, just throughout the season, things haven't gone our way. Right. I mean, and you got Mac Jones in there. You know, they had the whole Jones versus Zap. Uh, kind of battle for the quarterback spot for the Patriots. Kyler Murray has has done pretty good this season, but I think, you know, there, there's some other pretty big holes in this team here, you know, with like Valdis Scantling, Terrace Marshall, Evan Ingram. These are, these are not guys that you expect to produce a lot of points, especially in your top tight end spot there with Evan Ingram. Just, yeah, that's, that's certainly you want maybe a better option there, but um, you know, I think Ferris, a team that didn't have the best start, but mm -hmm. has sort of picked up a little bit more steam recently. And that was, you know, 
a good win, a 10 point, you know, win there over, over Nebraska sky, I think is, is pretty good for him. It's kind of what he wanted, but you start, if you can give yourself a chance and, you know, at least finish, you know, above 500, you know, I think that's yeah. a pretty good win as far as where Ferris was coming from to begin with, start off slowly, like you said. Yep. And if you look, I think his biggest weakness in his team certainly is in this tight end spot. You know, I, I've always put over the tight end as like, you know, uh, an underrated position that people don't focus on enough. And I feel like if you build any team, not just fantasy team, but, you know, and it, if you build your team in football in general around your quarterback and your wide receiver, then you're, or then your and your tight end. Uh, if your quarterback and your tight end are, are kind of what you build around, then that's going to produce results. And obviously I think with both of these teams, that was not a focus. Juwan Johnson, even though projected at 7.9, only again, comes up with a goose egg here. So I think that that's been probably Ferris's biggest weakness so far this season is some of those holes in wide receiver and tight end. But again, you know, it's, it's not horrible. It's a, it's a, a middle of the road team right there. And he's definitely done a little bit better in recent weeks than he did having that rough start to the season. Yeah. I mean, you commend him for keep fighting and you know, like yeah. I said, you're not math mathematically out. I thought the magic number was five. You wanted to stay above five losses. We'll see what happens yeah. at six. What happens? Yeah, and fantasy footballs being 500 or above, I think it could be considered a success ultimately. Yeah. So, uh, just the way that it's all structured. But yeah, uh, moving on here, we'll talk about your matchup, Greg. As you were the top point getter again, I think that's happened a few times this season. Man, your team is absolutely on fire right now. 165 points. That's and just I insane, especially since 48.3 of those came from your running back and Josh Jacobs. Man, he's scary. That's like that's what scares me headed into our matchup for sure. Is your your running back? You got a massive advantage over me in that category. And even Miles Sanders just like crushing it here. So. Yeah, this was definitely a big win for you. Long Reach Hurricanes, who were um, six and five headed into this matchup, uh, certainly within playoff reach for Brodney. But I think this certainly didn't help help matters. Uh, not not a great week for Brodney. Russell Wilson underperforming. Christian McCaffrey underperforming. Damian Pierce underperforming. Again, it's just one of those weeks where like everybody kind of underperforms. And you're going up against potentially the best team in the league right now here with your team, Craig, who's just like seemingly unstoppable right now. You guys are uh, totally on fire. You know, you've got Kamara here is a good backup option. But man, it's these running backs that really scare me more than anything. And obviously, Justin Herbert has, has been having a good year as well. So um, I had a fortunate yeah, week this week. Um, I was wor I I was worried because Kamara was uh, designated as sick, didn't go to practice. So it was right. iffy. Um, I, I I had I had switched to Zeke, but he had played the early game, and okay. uh, I was like, yeah. if he if he doesn't perform and do well, then I don't have any options to like switch out. Like I I rather do it. Uh, I rather just play the, the cards with Kamar and ride with him. That was the wrong mistake. Zeke obviously performed pretty well, yeah. and then for some reason I don't remember why I didn't have Chris Godwin in. And uh, he you could have scored really... like 190 points this week. <laughs> yeah. So like early on, it looked like I was going to lose because I was like, man, these guys are not performing. And I've yeah. made some critical errors. Uh, luckily, like you said, Josh Jacobs really came through. Um, and uh, it was 48 you know, fortunate points for 
48 points for a running back is just absurd. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> it's just crazy. And lucky for me, like I said, like uh, Russell Wilson's unperformed all, uh, underperformed all year. Christian yeah. McCaffrey, you would have thought going to a run heavy offensive team like San Francisco that he would be better utilized, probably than and in a better situation. Kind of hasn't, you know, been splitting carries with his, uh, with the other running back and not, he's been really well doing passing wise, but not getting that much touches in the run game, which is interesting. Right. Uh, so I, I just looked out this week. I mean, like I said, this is this coming to the end. I figured I need to win two out of three games to feel pretty good about being in the playoffs. So, yeah. And these teams that I'm playing, uh, are very good at the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm just like, man, I could lose two out of three or even three out of three and be just totally out of the playoffs. So, yeah. And it's the same with me looking at my projection here and we can kind of move on and, and talk about that here. But, um, cause I want to preview our matchup as well. And some of these other matchups, but you know, my, my team again, like I think going up against Caleb, who's is not, not had the best season. Uh, and that's what happens when you pr- basically have an all Dallas Cowboys on your team. Um, but we would expect no, no less from him. Uh, however, I think my, my team, you know, 120 is pretty good, but that's not going to get it done against a team like you, you know, uh, against your team. Um, but I, I'm the same way. I feel score a hundred next week. That would be hilarious. Um, but I, I think that you, you make a good point there that I, I was in a similar boat, like headed into these last few weeks where I'm looking, I'm like, okay. Um, I, I think I had Justin last week and I had Caleb this week. So I was like, okay, I just need to win those two. And I need to win one out of the two matches either against you or against, uh, Ryan. But like, those are two really good teams that I'm going up in the last two weeks here, uh, against your team and against Ryan's team. So that's like, you know, it's just tough. I'm like, okay, I just need to win one of those games, uh, to, to really, um, you know, sort of cement myself in the playoffs, but Definitely. Yeah, this what's, uh, what's been really oppressive by you is you. We started the draft and you didn't know it was a two QB lead. No, I had no idea. <laughs> I, that's Ferris, a premium. That's a premium way to build your team is with two quarterbacks. You know, and that yes. strategy is changes everything. So for you to be where you are now and not really gone into the league, not knowing the full rules, <laughs> right? Of what was going on is <laughs> pretty impressive. Oh yeah, I, I certainly admitted that I, I didn't realize that headed in until like the to the tail end of the draft. I think Ferris might have said something mm-hmm. just briefly early on about it, uh, but then everybody was talking and it was just like too much. So I I'm I am like you know really gonna push that people need to set up the rules like next season when we do this. <laughs> tell us what the fucking rules are before <laughs> we start drafting, Ferris. Um, <laughs> So that and, and like maybe even have a graphic or something on the screen that says th- these are the rules. So <laughs> people like me go don't go in and go, oh wait, two quarterbacks? Okay, fine. <laughs> um, but I've sort of sneakily made a uh made a move on that recently. Uh mm-hmm. after hearing what the Jets are up to, uh, I went ahead and I picked up Mike White, who I could have certainly could have put it in this spot here this week in place of Kenny Pickett, who's been just kind of okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I certainly could have gotten more points if I had made that move, but I just didn't know what to expect from Mike white. You know, it was mm-hmm. his first week. Uh, they were playing the bears who are not very good. So it's like, okay, he's going to score, but who knows it's the jets. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm sort of in a similar boat coming up this week because the jets, we play, uh, the Buffalo or we play the Minnesota Vikings and then the Buffalo bills. So that's like two 
really tough matchups back-to-back weeks, and I just don't know if Mike White is going to be be able to handle the pressure, especially going up against the Vikings defense, who's been you know very very solid this season. You know, despite uh, the the game they had a couple weeks ago, but it's just a, it's an interesting thing that I'm definitely going to consider. Like who who gets that second quarterback spot? Is it going to be Pickett or is it going to be Mike White? We're just going to have to wait and see. Um, but I think right now my biggest concern is my running back spot uh, with Fournette sort of going down. He's still still listed as questionable for this weekend. Um, even though he was projected eleven point six points, he did not make it into the lineup. Uh, I think the bye week I think probably helped, uh, considering that uh, he was hurt and he's still hurt. So we'll see how that pans out Um, going up against, I believe it's new Orleans here coming up. Right. So uh, that's a, that's an interesting one to look at. I think it's going to be almost a, a game time decision for me, whether or not to put Fernet in there over Algier McKinnon, who've been not like the best production wise. Leonard Fournette has got me the most points in that running back spot. But, you know, again, I, I've sort of I've said this a couple times on the show now, even without the knowledge of the two quarterback thing. I mean, I built my team around Travis Kelsey and Stefan Diggs. Yeah, and it's like, I choice. think that doing that has got me in this <laughs> position that I'm in right now or I'm the number one seat. So at least for this week. So yeah, th- there you go, like everybody. Top five wide receiver and Kelsey's always a top tight end. So, oh yeah. Yeah. And then and, and like going into the season, I'm like, okay, if I can get, one of those two guys to build my team around, then I think I'll be in pretty good shape. But I ended up with both of them. So I'm like, okay, you know, that's that's a, a good strategy, at least to have headed into this season. We'll see where we, we end up next year. But I think that, you know, I my team is solid. Like, I, I've been very happy with the results that I've gotten this season. You know, uh, even like Kirk Cousins has been, been pretty good recently. Yeah. Minnesota is a, a hell of a team. So, uh, you know, him and then you got Amari Cooper's been solid, DK Metcalf, very decent wide receiver position. I've been kind of going back and forth on this, you know, Patriots Broncos in terms of who, who I play for my defense. But that, that's, you know, the points are so minuscule that it doesn't doesn't even really matter. But, you know, and I got good I got good backup options if, God forbid, one of one of these guys up here gets hurt. You know, I got like Dolchitz and Campbell that I could fall back on. But again, I really don't want that to happen. I've been, oh, no. been pretty good. Darnell Mooney is out for the season, so I did make a move and and got another backup running back just in case uh, for next week. Um, so the thing is, like, you build your team a certain way around certain players, and if yeah. they go down, I mean, it, your season's over pretty much. It, I mean, it's it's tough, yeah, and we've seen Especially that happen. Big of a league when there's no yeah. really uh, anywhere to go other than trades at that point, and then you've right. lost one of your best assets at the same time. It's really yeah, hard to work around that. And I think we've seen that happen a couple times with, with yeah. some of these teams this season, uh, for sure. And I've been lucky in the fact that both of my top guys have, haven't gotten hurt and haven't gotten out. But, um, yeah, I think there's definitely a couple little, you know, iffy spots here in this lineup. I, you know, obviously I don't think I could <laughs> go up against a team that scores 160, 170 points. So like if you're putting money down on, on next week's, uh, you know, games, I, even though it's my team and I, I'll talk all the smack that I want, I, I don't know, you might want to put five bucks on Greg here because uh, it's, it's going to be a tough matchup. And I think that's it's, it's a it's humble like approach, Dagan. I know what you yeah. seriously mean is you're gonna, you really going to dominate this matchup. I'm I not, would love I'm, to. I'm not but, putting anything by you. The number one team for a reason. Right. 
but uh, I still have my concerns. Matchup. You're you're the superior team. It's just going to be me humbly trying to compete and trying to get this W. I like it. I like it. Um, I want to quickly take a look at the standings here. Uh, yeah, I mean th- this is this is going to be close, man. We got you know on one end. I uh, right now I'm the number one seed. I did get the win earlier in the season against Lunch Break Hot Takes, so that was huge to sort of put me up there. And obviously his loss against Justin was all equally as huge. Um, but then you got uh, you at the number one over here on the other in the other division. Uh, and a, a couple other teams battling it out for that that fourth spot. I think right right now, actually, I believe it would be AJ would get that that yeah. spot because he's got he's got a win over me. I know that. But um, if we look at the the playoff projected AJ, playoff record here, Christensen, uh, yes. Marvel Studios. Yeah, that I mean, that's a that's going to be a battle for that number three spot for sure. A lot uh, of I seven and five teams. So this week, a lot really of will, seven and five this, teams. This this, yep. this week will really shake out some things. It will. It will for sure. And like, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to make the playoffs at this point. But again, I really can't lose both of these matches here uh, to close out the season. So no, um, we'll, I play we'll you kinda... the number one over team, and then I play next week the number four overall team, which I think is the most dangerous team. AJ, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, bro, yeah. <laughs> I could go zero and two and be out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. I'm kind of thinking, thinking along the same lines. But I'm like, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> this is if the season ended today. This this is what it would sort of look like. But um, we'll quickly preview next week's matchups. We talked about our matchup for sure a bit. That's that's one I think everybody's going to be looking at because it's really like almost a battle for the number one seed at this point. You know, yeah. even if um, if lunch break hot takes gets the win. One of us gets this win, especially if it's if I get the win, then I kind of cement that number one seed. So that's going to be definitely a big match. Uh, Ryan needs to beat Ferris for sure, but Ferris has been on a hot streak recently, so I think that match could go either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got um, Long Reach Hurricanes again. They need they need definitely need this win over Ingle, which shouldn't be hard to do to keep them alive mathematically. But again, this late in the season, being six and six, six, I think you can kind of sort of count out those teams, but you never know. Again, crazier stuff has happened. Uh, you got Josh against uh, Justin uh, in a match. Again, probably doesn't matter as much, but I see what Justin just did against lunch break hot takes. Again, you never know there. I, I wouldn't put it past him to get the win over Josh, but Josh did have a hell of a week. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets the the win there. And then you got La Marvel studios against snark or turn your head and golf. That's going to be another really key matchup, I think. Yeah. Like the winner of that almost keeps their plays playoff hopes alive and could get that number four spot or number three spot, and the loser might be out of it. So, again, a matchup that could go either way. Right now, it's projected for Antoine, but uh, again, Snark has has uh, I think over, overperformed in his in his mind this season. So, definitely going to be a fun one to watch there. And then I, th- I I have a feeling that Lunch Break Hot Takes will get the easy win over Caleb here. But I, you never know. You never know. It's Projected 50-50 right now. So It is. It <laughs> is. So that's that one might be closer than we think. And then the last matchup is AJ against Adelia. And, I, again, I think this is – poor Adelia is only projected at 47.9 points right now. So I would think that would be an easy win for AJ considering how well he's played recently mm-hmm. and he's just been on a tear. So – yeah, I think I think the top four teams to watch are are what we're looking at right here. So AJ, you know, obviously lunch break hot takes this matchup. That's going to be huge for yeah. a possible playoff spot. And then of course our big matchup 
uh, the the moose versus too hard to <laughs> throbbing. That's going to be fun. So yeah, yeah definitely down to the end. I mean, this is the end. This is going to be down to the wire. Yeah, this is it. No, no chance. No, no more mistakes. You can't make mistakes. You know, it's all on yeah. your team, and then your you as your GM putting the right people in at the right time. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a, a big week. This is probably the, the biggest week, obviously, that we've yeah. we've had so far. So it's really going to think map out that playoff picture even more. I feel like coming out of this week, we'll sort of know who like the number one and number two seeds will be. And then it'll be a bit of a battle for the the number three and number four spots. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's nerve wracking. If you're in the if yeah. you're in the hunt for the playoffs here right now, you're just like you're just like I just got to win. I just got to keep. Just got to win. Just got to win. win. I'm in. Yep. And like two games left. I mean, like we said, we, you want to win both. <laughs> you don't want to leave anything yeah. up to chance. So it's gonna be interesting, man. It's been a fun league. It's been really a blast. Uh, yes. I'm glad y'all. Uh, let's get ready, Neckard. Put that on, and then. Like you said, man, make sure you subscribe and you uh, join the Patreon because yes. it's one of the best things I've done. I know as someone that's joined recently, um, not only all the content, they, they put their heart and soul into this content. They really are constantly de- getting better. I mean, if you saw how much work goes into this and how much they do with it, I mean, it, yeah. they're a really special group. And not only that of like great material, but also great people. Like I've, I've you know gone through some hard times recently. And joining the the, uh, the Discord has really, and meeting these wonderful people and talking to these people has definitely helped me through this time right now. And I'm, I'm internally grateful. So make sure you go ahead and join up because I tell you it's well worth your money. Well, we appreciate the the kind words there, Greg. Absolutely. And I would echo that. Like the, the last couple of years for sure have been rough, I think, on a lot of us. Yeah. Like the, like the lockdowns and the craziness going on in the world and it's really nice to find like a, a really core group of friends. Like that, that's really what I, what I call this community. The LGR communities, we're, we're a big group of friends, you know, and I think that it's, it's really helped a lot of us out through some tough times and for sure, just a, a really, really great group of people. And uh, I, I definitely echo Greg's words there. And if you guys want to support us, patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. We really, really appreciate all your support as always. Get them to 800, man. Get them to 800. They're at 770, 30 away from 800. Let's go. We are. We're trying to get to 800 by the end of the year. We really, really appreciate it. Try to get those numbers up. Only 30 more subscribers away. So we'd really appreciate you guys. Be the lucky one. Be one of the lucky ones. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That'd be cool, right? You could claim that you're the 800th person to subscribe. Hey, might have to like print out a, a, funny little ribbon or something for it. I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> but <laughs> thanks greg uh, anything you want to plug before we get out of here today uh i cover this i'm uh from san antonio and i'm a diehard san antonio spurs fan so i have my own spurs channel where i cover the spurs it's spurs versus everybody on youtube you can follow us on youtube uh, instagram facebook twitter we're all over there um just sign up subscribe we have some good content we're trying to improve so absolutely thank you. For sure. Thanks for coming on the show, Greg, and, and everything. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of taking over the, the hosting duties for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Josh is sort of stepping back for, for personal reasons and things like that. But uh, I will be here to recap the last uh, couple of weeks because it's going to be really exciting. And then we got, you know, obviously the playoffs uh, for the, the last couple of weeks of the NFL regular season as well. So that that's definitely going to be fun to sort of cover and check out. And uh, yeah, appreciate you guys as always. And uh, we will be back again next week. 
not sure who the guests will be yet, but it'll be me and probably somebody. So uh, <laughs> look, forward, look forward to talking with you all then. And uh, cheers, guys. Y'all have a good one. All right, man. Have a good day. Peace. Oh.